frustrate your mind and collapse your soul Can never let them niggas in closing my screen door It's getting heavier and I can't lose Two-stepping on my path in my brand new shoes Let's leave the city now and roll the windows down Sunglasses, feet up, feel like I'm Diddy now I got the world, got your girl in the palm of my hands You better close my screen door and nigga, that's your ass I said, who's that knocking at the screen door? My daddy had a brown Buick with a clean coat Life is like a movie, you just gotta watch the screen close Hardball all my feelings, I'm releasing this banana boat Metronome, a rhythm or something to make you move your feet High volume and high class, you out of your seat I'm on my ass, life was real good just last week Only averaging 40 plays and 4 Hey, look So I logged into Facebook about a minute ago And I just shake my head like, is this what we on? All I see in post is bogus bashing, being braggadocious Should deactivate until that energy gone The same shit, it be all the lame shit And they sweat a flame lit on some change the game shit Tell the chief to make shift, cause this here just ain't it Had my blink on for days, boy I need a lane switch Yeah my limit, I'm about to reach it Hate to hear bad news, but somebody gotta speak it The R.I.P.s, they rip my heart to a thousand pieces It's like they be tagging demons I'm hurt every time I see it The timing is so convenient to ruin another weekend Posted a story how I was lit, but I'm sad to see Celebrated on Friday and wept all Saturday For once can a year pass when my people don't pass away We all know it's coming but it's a reach till we grab it late Yeah. So catch me praying to the east these days The ones who say the most really doing the least these days And they don't own up to nothing You need a lease these days Tomorrow's not promised, not on you need to lease these days Yeah. Now I'm back, forgive me The life of a nigga You took a fucking chance, rolled your dice for it nigga Now don't make no promise that you can't keep And I'm all at these places that you can't be And so it come in the trust, that's where you lacking of course But silly rabbit, take the game, I'm trying to pass you the torch And if you choose to stick around, maybe a key to a Porsche Maybe a ring with some kids, maybe a crib with a porch Nah, I'm joking, that ain't my style, forever wow I mean we young, so what's the rush for us to settle down? But damn, baby girl, yeah, you got my heart But in this movie called Life, I just played my part And if I rose class, it wouldn't be a romance A story you would tell where I would hit, but wouldn't hold hands Left you and leave you Will you forgive me? I say you wouldn't believe. I say you wouldn't believe. I say you wouldn't. Ain't no back end if ain't no shows. And ain't no party here if ain't no hoes. No, it ain't no good if he won't smoke. Tell security we patting niggas down at the door. And no, it ain't summertime, but I need love. I need more douche, I need more drugs. And I need three bitches. To wipe me down and that soap me, suds. I say you wouldn't believe. I say you wouldn't believe. Say you wouldn't believe. I 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 say you wouldn't believe. Say you wouldn't. My next two guests met each other while living in Arizona. One grew up there, while the other one's originally from Tacoma, Washington. They're both recording artists, and together they recently moved to Long Beach, California. It's my pleasure to introduce J-Wop and Doby Dope. You shut away just like a house cat, but you right back here. You fell in love with the production like my name Mike Will. Well, goddamn, ain't no more simple things. Do your thing like Lisa Ray, now you secure it. But baby, in this culture, we love Easter Ray. But I know you walk that fine line between getting gas and I having driving. Ignoring niggas that just saying hi. That was my perception from the other side. Now this shit changing my name ring. And on my pinky is the same thing. Sidetrack with a sidebar. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today I'm with two very special guests, J-Wop and Doby Dobe. What's up? There we yes, go. sir. What's up? What's poppin'? And we're all the big hair gang out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So, J-Wop, you're originally from Arizona and Tacoma, kind of. No, I'm originally from Tacoma. Tacoma. I'm originally from Tacoma, and um, I lived there. My first stretch there was um, till I was, like, 12. And okay. then I moved to Arizona, and almost immediately I met him. So I've known him for, like, 10-plus years. So. Wow. Um, went back to Washington for, like, eight months, a year, some shit like that. Then uh, wasn't really feeling it. Went back to Phoenix, and I was there till I was 22. And then that's when uh, we both left Phoenix and moved to Long Beach. Wow. So you've been back and forth. So you, bef- you definitely understand the cultures of the other cities. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. moving here, you guys are probably like, what the fuck? Or, or at least for me, that's at least. But, like, just the culture here is so different. Just driving into the city just feels so different compared to yeah. Oh, it does. Like from an atmosphere standpoint, but like as for like the people or whatever it is, um, you know what I mean? Like a lot of a lot of shit translates from like where you go from like place to place, depending on like what your demographic is. The only thing that really changes is some lingo yeah. and how niggas dress. Yeah. Like that's it. So you st- so did you start music in Tacoma? You said you left around the age of 12. No, I didn't start rapping until I was 18. Okay. Yeah, I didn't start rapping. I was like always a super, super, super fan of hip hop, but mm. I didn't start rapping until I was like eighteen. So, did you understand like the Seattle music scene when you were growing up, though, at all, or not until you turned eighteen? Did you even no? I mean, there was a I, scene. I didn't like at all. Like the wow. scene I was focused on was not music mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> at all during like during that time. Like that just wasn't what was put in front of me. Like on the music side of it, it was the same mainstream shit that we all listen to. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's what like during that time 50 all of those people like that was that was the music that we were all listening to listening to i didn't know of necessarily anybody around the way that was doing anything like i just was i was a super consumer at that point i didn't become somebody that was trying to like do their own thing until i was in fucking tucson at u of a oh shit yeah. so you're like a college rapper <laughs> nah, dorm because rapper. when I I was definitely a dorm rapper because I only went to class for like four months and oh, after shit. that like I was using my dorm as an apartment like <laughs> that was it. Damn, that's not worth it. Get doesn't student debt build up at, at that point? Like I feel like it's worth going to classes if you're. I mean, in hindsight, you would think that, <laughs> but not honestly. I don't regret anything that I did. I only thing I regret, even a tiny bit, is going. Like that's like that's it. Like that shit is not set up for black people. Wow. At all. Then you could you should have gone to a HBCU then maybe. Yeah, you know. Mm. Hindsight. At the time, you know, when you're 17, you only you you only have the information that you're given and some of the shit that you might seek out. A lot of stuff like college, like an actual university, ain't possible for a lot of people that I know. So it was just like. The ability that the the fact that you had the ability to go to one at all, one of them wants you. Ah, fuck it, we going there. You know what I'm saying? And mm. that was pretty much it. Like, I didn't put no thought into it. I didn't know what I was going there for or nothing. I was just like, my family's lit about this shit, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go. You know what I mean? I'm gonna figure out what the fuck I'm gonna do when I get there. Got it. So, and are you guys both the same age? Like, did you guys meet each other in college, or how did no. any of that work out? No. This is actually my older brother's friend. Like he was oh, my older wow. brother's friend. I didn't talk to him like much. At, I, I knew who he was and stuff like that. But this was my older brother's friend. Like, so you stole I, him? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I was uh I was friends uh with his with his older brother. I went to high school with his older brothers when they uh when they moved to. I don't know if it was y'all first time moving to Phoenix or you know the Arizona area, but um I met his older brothers when they were new. 
to uh, the high school that I was going to. Okay. And we just we just kind of clicked, me and his older brothers. And shit, we all goofy. We all clown and joke and shit. So though, those kind of friendships kind of, once once you tap in and lock in with people that got the same type of humor, it's a wrap. <laughs> there we go. Sure. So then how did you guys both decide to move out to L.A. together? Like, that's a big, that's almost like a relationship. <laughs> pause. Yeah. Pause. Super pause. Hey, super pause. Um, but... Nah, like really, like after when I when I started my musical journey when I was like eighteen or nineteen, and you start to um, get familiar with the scene and everybody around you that's doing stuff, um, you know, it didn't take me long to find out that like in Phoenix, he was one of the more like respected like artists in that particular circuit and scene. So um, he was somebody that when I kind of started a lot of people that are in like higher places than you, so to speak, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Even if it's not much of shit at all, like if they are, most of them just have a tendency and you know what I mean? Most people have a tendency to just kind of like look down their nose at you. Wow. Like you're yeah. less than me, you know what I'm saying? But him and another one of my good friends, PK, they just were always like, they were always like super accepting, you know what I mean? Shout super out PK accepting to of me. JV, we in here. Yeah, JV, we in here. But they were always like super accepting of me, and like they were like that from the beginning. So you know, they were kind of trying to like, kind of trying to give me the push that they could, you know what I mean? Like into the scene, and um, that shit kind of stuck with me. But he does so fucking much, like he does so much shit. Like I realized how many different areas I needed his help. Mm. So like. Just with us, just, you know what I mean? First kind of just like already knowing each other and developing like a business relationship. We just kind of became cool. And after I voiced, I got drunk one night and just like, <laughs> it was just like talking shit. Like, we got to get the fuck out of here. You mm. know what I mean? Like, and I don't even remember what the fuck it was that I said to him. Because he hit me up like a month later maybe and was like, bro, I'm, I'm thinking about the shit that you said. You know what I mean? A while back, like, I'm ready to make the move with you. And I'm like fuck is he talking about oh, I, don't shit. Like, I don't really like i know the shit that i'm thinking but i don't remember voicing it so i'm like what the fuck is he talking about right now so i, I could tell you bro i could tell you uh because i have an acute memory of it there we go um, we had a conversation uh we was at a taco spot in tempe i don't even remember which one um but <laughs> oh we, when you was with Fonz. i was kicking yeah, it with Fonz, yeah, the Fonzarelli yeah, yeah, yeah. project my homeboy out in arizona doing this thing um but we was kicking it and he happened to be there and he was telling us about some, you know, some business opportunities that he's had and some of the people he got to meet while he was out on a on a Cali trip. And he kind of looked me in my eyes and he was talking to me and he was he was also talking to himself when he said it. I kind of sensed it, but he was just he mm -hmm. basically was telling me, like, dope, I do not want to spend another calendar year out here. And like, you know, we were just talking about it, like shit's different. People move different out here. They care more about the, the music and shit and less about the politics. Um, but yeah, he further in the conversation, he kind of looked at me. He was like, so when you going to do it? And I'm like, do what? <laughs> what are you talking about? He's like, when you getting out of here? Because, you know, you also wanted the ones. Wow. Hey, like, I just I kind of laughed it off like, yeah, you know, maybe later. But I, I got to thinking about it. And yeah. About a month later, I hit him up like, yo, did you even have a plan? Like, what's good? What was what was it looking like? Cause nope. I kind of want to get up out here with you. So, I just went on one of my Kanye rants. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what is the scene like in Arizona? Like, are there artists that have popped up? popped off out of there like i don't popped know. off uh like i don't that's what it depends on what your definition of popped off okay. is yeah. but my, by my definition strong no 
Wow. And <laughs> it's not due to a lack of talent or, you know what I mean, or anything of that nature. I just felt like based off of the market size and it's a retirement community almost, right? Yeah, it's just like <laughs> that's, that's not everybody say that shit. It's it's <laughs> Yeah, that's that's only part of it. And I don't like that to be the full fucking perception of that cuz right. there's really lit niggas there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the retirement community shit, like when people say that I'll be like, "Eh, that's 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 dead. That's not exactly what it is." But right. it's like how do I put it? Um if some shit is in construction, right? Like and you guys are working on stuff in the the building itself is not fully built yet. Mm-hmm. You can't really do the type of business that you would like to. You know what I'm saying? Like you yourself as a as a as a as a businessman or whatever it is, your plan might develop quicker than that scene might. And okay. that's that's it. I just I just I've always said like it's going to end up going somewhere. You know what I mean? It's going to. I strongly believe that cuz like I said there's people that's talented. I'm just like I'm not going to wait for shit to pop off because the game is a game of building bridges and like time and people laying path work for more people to be able to do stuff. So I feel like there's a lot of careers that are going to serve as um, basically just casualties in the aspect of building that bridge for wow. the next generation of people to come like steps and really be lit. Yeah. You know what I'm, and which is, which is cool. If you're somebody that inspired people or, you know what I'm saying? Lit shit up for the people to come after you. That is not like, let me put emphasis on the fact that that's not a bad thing. True. But you got to know what you want within that. You know what I'm saying? And if that's not what you wanted, in hindsight, Mm -hmm. you will be disappointed. I know right now that I don't want to be a bricklayer. I want to be one of the niggas that get over the wall. So if I got to go somewhere else, you know what I'm saying, to get over the wall and then bring this shit back to where people know me or whatever it is and be like, yo, look, this is how you can do it. Then I'll do that. But I'm not finna wait around for everybody to get on the same page as me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And there's people that are on that page. Like there are people that are le- that have left, that have migrated from there, that are out here trying to do their thing right now. We playing the same game and it's like, let's see who hits first. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So shout out to them. But And shout out to everybody in Phoenix doing their thing. I just knew where I was trying to align myself and um, I felt like the ceiling that I had there didn't meet. Um my aspirations, honestly. And then what about Long Beach? What made you out of any place in LA? Why choose Long Beach? The Snoop Dogg? Nah. <laughs> There's a couple things that like niggas take into consideration when they move, you know what I'm saying? Like places and stuff like that. But aside from that, um, just a couple of the good friends that I had out here just basically told me the goal and something good to keep in mind is try to be as close as you can to LA without actually being in LA. Someone should have told me that. You know what I'm but. saying? <laughs> like, like, you know, like it's it's a lot chiller. You know what I mean? It feels more like a real life type of setting. You know what I mean? And I feel like uh I feel like you can easily get caught up in the wrong things. You know what I'm saying? Like and in an array of different things. You can you can get caught up in just like this this crazy mind game and just being wide eyed and seeing stars and not paying attention to what the fuck you should really be focusing on. So mm. I felt like us going to Long Beach somewhere that's a fair distance from there, but shit is relatively normal. You know what I'm saying? Out there, there's not a lot going. There's not a lot going on in terms of like, it's not super highlighted the way that Los Angeles is or Hollywood and right. all of that shit. So it's a lot easier to stay focused on what you came out there for. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. And how long have you guys been in Long Beach now? Then. Lower like a year. year now. Yeah, huh? like a year. Like a year. Oh, yeah. Wow. We made our. We moved out here on 420 last year. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. And have you guys been able to just work on music this entire time, or have you guys had to have like second jobs during this, or how is this? How's I got a whole nine to five. I work. Oh <laughs> yeah, wow. I got a whole nine to five. I work. Like music is not working out that well yet. Wow. But um, we work on music a lot, like a lot. Like that's what we're out here for. So it's just like I feel like we both find ourselves in the position sometimes of where we've just like we've just been out here existing and paying bills for too long and too long might be two weeks mm. you know what i'm saying like that might be two weeks so we're like we got to get back to it mm -hmm. you know wow but it seems like you made some pretty dope connections and then like before we even met like looking through your social media like you said you've lived in arizona seattle now la and it seems like you have connections whether it's in person or over online throughout the places like even seattle like a lot of seattle artists think you're like a seattle artist which is kind of cool I but mean, if we being technical, like, I mean, or Tacoma artists. ain't no, can't nobody, I'm, I'm, can't nobody tell me that I'm not from Tacoma. Like, can't nobody not tell me that. Like, you, you can't tell me that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like that, just, just that little bit of credibility on like, okay, like, nah, I know people that he knows. He's actually, he is actually from here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So the credibility on that tip and actually like going crazy on shit like when you put those together and people don't have much of the relationship aspect to where there aren't mutual relationships to where things become a conflict of interest it's a lot easier for them to take a liking to you mm. you know what i'm saying so that's that's been the thing i know there's people that might not see eye to eye you know what i mean out there or whatever it is and they fuck with me on both sides you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying so and how about the live t feature on your newest album how'd you get her She's dope. Liv is the fucking homie, bro. Oh, wow. Like, <laughs> shout out Liv. But um, AP and Jimmy, those are my managers. And Okay. Are you guys managed by the same people at all, or how is that working out? Nah, nah. Okay. They just, they manage me. But um, this guy, like, he's literally a part of everything that I do. He record that I do. I said, stupid. <laughs> I sound like a, a fucking, oh, my God. I ain't going to say it. But <laughs> but everything that I do, he's kind of responsible, like in some form or fashion for some of it. Like he records damn near all my music at this point. He puts the rough mixes on everything. You know what I'm saying? Like he plays a part in a lot. So he has a relationship with my managers as well. But they manage me. Um, I met Liv through them. They okay. had a relationship with her or whatever it is already. And uh, they were just cool. And that's kind of how I met Liv. And actually, first I met her at the Snoqualmie, like little Snoqualmie sessions that they did, like oh, wow. a year and a half ago. Campana is one of my closest friends. Oh, like he's, he's been on the podcast. Yeah, that's that's my boy. Like that's oh, my wow. boy. That's one of my closest friends. And wait, so there's Snoqualmie sessions? I've heard yeah, of the Seattle did, sessions. Nah, see, we did that was that was first. That was before that. Okay, like, that was before that. We did we did some shit there, and um. Was there an album or a project that came out? Didn't fucking shit come out from that, but like uh, one song, bro. Like one song, I was like, "Oh my god!" Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was cool. It was a, it was a dope experience. Like I wouldn't, memories. I wouldn't change it. I really just wish more music came out. That was it. But, mm -hmm. um, I met Liv there or whatever it is. That was kind of like our introduction to each other. But like fast forward, AP and Jimmy start managing me. Um, I go out there. I go out to. Tacoma to visit family and shit like that and of course I'm a, I'm gonna work some time in to, you know what I mean do some other shit as well so 
uh, Liv had already told me she had kind of had something that she had like had me in mind for. Mm. So um, I just started putting little shit together, like just to try to be prepared. And um, we got there and we we literally did the shit like and you know what I mean? Recorded the little fucking rough takes in her fucking apartment. <laughs> wow. like, we did all of that there. Wow. And your, your newest project is out now. How long has it been? Like a couple of weeks? Not too long. A couple months. A couple months? Yeah, yes, sir. I dropped in February, February 13th. Wow, time's yeah, flying. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, I was during your, um, I forget the channel. It's like something like Vibes or something. And you're talking about how you're excited to get Deontay on the Oh, Vibe did. Yeah, that, 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 that. Is that a podcast? Or, I guess. He does a lot, I guess. So yeah. <laughs> wow. Time has just been flying during the pandemic. I was like, oh shit, this just came out. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So. Oh shit! I still think. Yeah, that was. They, I'm not. Yeah, I'm I not, feel like yeah, we're in March. That That's February. crazy. I literally feel like we're in March right now. It's February. <laughs> it's May as fuck, my G. Like, oh shit! I just completely messed up. It's May as fuck, my boy. Like. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, that's dope. Cause Deontay, I had him on like a year and a half ago. He was oh, that's um. Dope. That's fine. He was in town with Wale. Oh, that's what's up. He's one of those artists I knew was about to pop off, so I had to have mm -hmm. him on before. And that's cool that you've made a connection with them. How, how did that come to be? Really? It came about like, honestly, I was just making music. And with this project, I just was kind of like, you know, I have to do some next level shit. Like, I got to do some next level shit. I kind of have to make a statement just to let them know, like, this is the new bar for me. And then after I set this bar, I'm finna crush that bar. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So with doing that, I'm like, I have to make music with people that I haven't before. So... Um, you know, they, they say it's not what you know, it's who you know, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, somebody that knows somebody else that knows somebody else that is able to bridge that connection, y'all do business and that's what it is. Like, mm -hmm. he's a really cool guy, bro. Like, yeah. he's a really, he's a, he's a really cool dude. And, um, I just know that like his manager just was kind of like very, Emphatic on the aspect of that we we really only kind of trying to take shit that we fuck with at the same time. Like we not just chasing bags. And I respected that. So it was like bet like if they fuck with it, you know what I mean? Like it's because this is a dope record. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And yeah, like beyond that, like um I've maintained <clears throat> I've maintained like communication with him and stuff like that. So it was it was cool. I learned a lot from him, and the record was fire. It did a lot for me. So yeah. shout out to Deontay for you know what I'm saying, believing in me enough to get on that joint. Hell yeah! And now you probably got some like Atlanta fans now. I'm guessing. Yeah, bro. Atlanta is like number three in like my most streamed cities oh, right now. Shit. So it's like shout out to him for that. Like, wow. My favorite song I think is your Screen Door song, though. Honestly, the music video and everything. That's how I found you. <laughs> do you see? Do you see how everybody say something different? Yeah, I, like I told we you, talked that, about this. I told you. Tell me, what did you guys talk about? <laughs> well, shit. While the um, while we're still putting Sway together and you know just getting different records together, I kind of noticed that like as you know time go by, we plan different records you know throughout the day, just filling them out, seeing how we can make it better. And I kind of noticed one of the things, and I told him early on, he asked me, he was just like, what's, what, what's your favorite record? Which one you think going to be the hardest? And I kind of told him, like, bro, my favorite song on the record changed, like, or on on the, on the album, my bad. My favorite song on the album changed damn near every other day, which is a wow. good thing, you know. You, you kind of want that. You want every record to be good and have potential to be somebody else's favorite. And we talked about 
people are going to have different favorites and and that's been the experience so far everybody we talked to say something different everybody says something different like <laughs> wow. everybody has a different song that that is their favorite so i'm like that's what's up that means we did work that means yeah. we did what we had to you know so wow and are you guys planning shows or anything now that la is kind of starting to slowly open back up uh, it ain't exactly open okay. still out here like <laughs> it's more open than it was before but it's still not exactly like open here and being honest with you like i'm not I'm not planning many shows right now at all just because um, that's not where my focus is. I feel like uh, when you do shows, uh, those are to reap the benefits of the work that you've been putting in as an as an artist. I'm not saying I haven't been putting in the work, but I'm waiting on I'm waiting to check off certain, you know what I mean, certain things on mm-hmm. that list before I get back into like, let's get into show mode. I got certain things that I have to establish. Right. I was. Right. um. One of my previous guests, like a day or so ago, he was talking about how there's all these underground, like speakeasy shows kind of Mm -hmm. in LA right now. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I know COVID's a real thing and I'm vaccinating everything, but like, I'm so confused. I'm like, no one's counting. I'm out here raw dog in life still. (laughs) I don't have COVID by the way. But But no one's, no one's like talking about those underground shows and calculating if those people got COVID. So like, how, how do we know who's getting COVID and who's not? You don't. If there's like. You don't. Wow. And in some fucked up ass way, that's what makes it fun. People still be t- like, you got to listen. Like, you got to think. Like, that's how you know music has the power that it does. Like, wow. this type of fuck. shit is going on right now. And you're still like, I know this might not be 100% safe, but this shit is a vibe. I'm still going to go. Like, you wow. know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not I'm not even saying that that's the best decision in the world, but it's it's true. It speaks to the power music has. Wow. Yeah. I, th- I think COVID's like LA is one of the biggest hotspots for COVID if I'm not wrong. No, they didn't went down on the list. They didn't went down. You know what I'm saying? Wow. People wilding out here. Has COVID affected you guys at all? I smell or? weed, but um, probably everywhere, everywhere in LA. Like you can just <laughs> walk down the street. It could be like a nice little street. Has COVID affected us? I, if you really want me to be honest with you, myself, our brand, our collective went the fuck Wow. In COVID. I did. I lost my job, but I had the best time of my life. Wow. Like, like <laughs> I lost my job and I was like, what's going to happen? Oh, my God. And then life just was lit. Like, like it was it was kind of like a lot of the stuff that we were waiting on to happen and to start falling through. Just just started falling through. It mm. just kept falling through, kept falling through, kept falling through. And it was like, yeah, we're in a pandemic, but this is hands down the most successful year of our music careers. Like, wow. Hands down. What about you, Dobie Dobe? Music doing well too, or? Um, I mean, it can always be doing better. I feel I don't ever feel like I'm somewhere that part that I'm that I'm uh, happy with being at if I stopped right now. So, I mean, it's been doing better than last year, but still not where I want it to be. Mm. So. Do you guys have any like joint projects or songs together, or is that something in the works at all? Or? We have a lot of songs together. Yeah. Um, we we've all we've always shared kind of like the common idea of wanting to make like a joint project together but um bigger than me and him like we're we're in a collective which is junior varsity and okay tell me about that real quick junior varsity (laughs) there's a couple of us you know what i'm saying and everybody i feel like brings something extreme to the table and we're kind of working on like a collective project like at the moment so like like, a dreamville 
Yeah, I hate that that's like the, like that's the thing now. Like, if you make a collective project, it's automatically like, oh, y'all doing what Dreamville did. I'm like, damn, they weren't the first people to have a collective like project. Bad boys or something. Like, bro, it's that or TD. Like, I'm telling you, like, oh, wow. if anything, we try to, like, we, we get a lot of the shit that we get from, like, Dipset and people, like, okay. I swear to God, like, don't get me wrong, like, I'm, I'm a super fucking j cole fan but as a collective and stuff like that like he's got the shirt on even <laughs> oh bro like come on is it signed even oh no this is actually um one of my homegirls she uh she's from arizona she's actually out in germany right now but she oh, wow. she painted this and her name is antoinette collie shout out to antoinette shout quick. out shameless plug shout out antoinette collie but yeah that's that's really it. We kind of we kind of are trying to work on a collective project within everybody right now. Within that, you know what I mean. We want to try to get a project done. He might want to get another one done with somebody. Like we're working on so much shit, it's borderline impossible to put into mm. words because it's it's sick. Is there anything like newly inventive that you've been doing during the COVID? Like I know a lot of people started like podcasts or we do verse a days. Oh, okay. Yeah, we do a verse a day right now. Like we got that going on with. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Chris Patrick. I am not. Uh, Chris Patrick is, is popping. That's somebody you need to get familiar with. That I, is my cousin. You were about to drop a song with Dante Thomas also, right? On Sunday. That <laughs> is my birthday as well. I'm excited about that one. Yeah. Tell me about Chris Patrick. Though. I'm excited. Um, he kind of started like this little like verse a day group thing. And um, just that, that, that in a way was kind of like needed um, inspiration that you didn't know that you needed. Mm. So... We've been doing that, and um, that's been like super refreshing from an inspiration standpoint. Like you're trying to you're trying to find something to go to every day or whatever it is, and you feel like you have a reason now. So, uh, shout out to Chris Patrick for that. Uh, y'all go stream from the heart. Yeah, stream the heart. Stream, stream that. Stream that from the heart to uh, the heart. Do you guys have anything dropping soon? Like you got your song, um, Guava, with- Guava dropping on Sunday. Um, and How'd you meet yeah. him real quick? Because he's in Oregon, so that's kind of cool. You're just all over the place. My managers, man. My wow. managers, and again, um, Campana. That's one of my close friends. So uh, he already had like a relationship uh, established with Dante. So um, we were already kind of like like fans of each other's music in a sense. Like mm-hmm. I appreciate what you do. You appreciate what I do. And it was just kind of like meshing and making everything make sense. We both were like, damn you're a dope person you know what i mean vice versa i already think you're dope let's make something crazy and literally he pulled up at like midnight and we had a crazy song by 3 a.m <laughs> wow yeah i need to get him on the podcast i've had on mike bogan who works with him quite frequently and um yeah dante's dope as fuck shout out shout out produce shout out produce shout out my niggas man hell yeah so anything you want to promote doby dope uh man just jv be on the lookout we out here man jv we are outside. Hell yeah. We do not go back in. <laughs> and any we advice? Stay out. Any advice you guys have? Or any stay outside. Stay outside? Is that the stay advice? Stay outside. <laughs> Step on oh, next. Oh, shit. Uh, random. I don't know if you heard of the Odd Squad family. <clears throat> I don't know if I have. They are quite big, but I recently, like a week ago, dropped a record with them. It's called uh, On My Way. It's uh, Odd Squad family, Adobe Dope, produced by uh, AKT Action. Oh, that shit. shit's fire. I want to check that out. Yes, sir. What is the easiest way to reach both you guys? You can reach me on Instagram. You can reach me on Twitter. JWAPJV, same thing all across the board. You know what I mean? I give drugs. I give hugs. I give love. You know what I'm saying? I give plugs. And I give music that all the people dub. 
check out the new album after, even though it's been a Sweet. few months. <laughs> it's new to somebody. Sweet. There we go. It's new to someone. What about you? How do you reach you, Doby Dobe? Uh, it's just Doby Dobe on all platforms. That's D O B E Y and then D O B E. There we go. This is the NAS podcast with Doby Dobe and motherfucking J Wop, nigga. <laughs>